Welcome to the Plaza Perspective Podcast. Security of the mind, body, and sasson. Are you ready? Episode 2 of the Plaza Perspective Podcast. Loneliness. When the table is set for one. So to be honest, life is sort of awkward because I don't necessarily act how I look. So I've been told. In the words of a late friend who passed a few years ago and who was also quite vocal, he asked, he asked one of my other friends, why does she look like a video vixen but dresses like an old church lady? Yep. <laughs> Story of my life. So if I could break it down to you, you know, what this is about, I guess I could kind of categorize it in phases, life phases, um, or yeah, life phases, childhood, friendships, relationships, and uh, professional life, and maybe internal So it sounds like it's about to be a long conversation. (laughs) Five phases of this. I mean, how deep can we get? But if you're like me right now, where it's just you in quarantine. Now, fortunately for me, I have a little dog with me. But uh, yeah, it's it's just me. (laughs) Um, Maybe it's time to figure out what this means for you. And even if you're not by yourself. You could be in a house full of people, but still feel alone. Or maybe you've used this time to to think back, to look at things in in retrospect. um, Of how potentially uh, there are only times where you were, it, it was just meant for you. And you couldn't bring family or friends along for the ride. Because this was a purpose to be fulfilled solo. So if I could think, you know, how this may, these sentiments may have started, uh, especially, you know, particularly in my childhood, I'll set the scene like this. I mean, we're talking about a mixed girl who liked emo I mean, chemical romance, three cheers for sweet revenge was like the soundtrack of my teenage years, Uh, along with sad R&B music. So, I mean, waiting to exhale the soundtrack, I, I literally had no idea what that was about, but in terms of like feelings, but you couldn't tell me that. Throw a little, because I I did play the piano, a little Chopin, a little Nocturne and B flat minor. Just, I was just so dramatic as a child, (laughs) and I was, and what contributed to to that was the fact that I I grew up with old people, and I thought I was grown. I thought I had all the mature problems, (laughs) when in reality, it was the sweetest time in life. 
However, my child emotions were often proven um, or often explained to me as me being ungrateful or dramatic. So, in all honesty, a lot of it was suppressed. Thus, the true emo Tasha emerged. (laughs) That was just the beginning. Times where I felt like I I shouldn't have been lonely, I was. And there were so many times where I was put in positions where I didn't understand why it it could only be me. And by me, I mean the only POC in a PWI or the only girl in a class full of boys. Now, when it came to these friendships, me being the emo nerd that I was, I had a few friends. Um, Unfortunately, because of social delay, uh, I, I thought I had more friends than I did. (laughs) yeah like club members uh, they're not really your friends (laughs) Um, and then as you get older you start to wonder why these quote-unquote friendships tend to grow apart interests change sure but how do you adjust to the void to the longing and how do you separate what it means to be to feel lonely in terms of the, in, in comparison to actually being lonely so once again I did not know how to act <laughs> and apparently looked uh for friendship and and, and companionship in in circles that were mostly awkward. Um, I was that girl that the parents trusted. Therefore, the kids, the peers, (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say hate it, but I mean, I wasn't necessarily the bestie. Or the twinsy, or the whatever those girly names are that show like you're a part of the crowd. Definitely not popular. And I used to feel so bad because my mom tried really hard to put me into social circles, and but the groups and the cliques just made me feel fake, and 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 worse than than being alone. I liked having one good friend versus groups of girls whose jokes I didn't understand or interests that bored me. I mostly went to events out of respect and obligation. I mean, as a kid, what kind of life is that? <laughs> I I honestly preferred singing, playing the piano, and dancing by myself <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a VHS yes I said VHS <laughs> tape of 16 year old me doing the Wu-Tang in somebody's house party now if you don't know what the Wu-Tang is go go right ahead and google that 
we're talking early 2000s, by the way. <laughs> I was surprisingly good at dancing for an emo nerd, but still very much out of the loop, as you can imagine. And that didn't necessarily help with uh, in, in the romance department. That longing, that void, the need for connection is something that's very real and can lead you to some dark places or some places that where, where reality smacks you in the face. I would say that for the most part, that loneliness... allowed me to stand my ground um, even though I mean we all have moments of weakness but if I didn't have those moments of weakness I would have never been able to uh, be grateful for who I am and what I am now I mean I went out I've gone out. I've met all types of characters. You know, there's always the the guy who um, sees you as an opportunity, sees you as a potential match for the the power couple kind of uh, look. And I've had plenty of those. <laughs> See, the tough thing about that, though, is when you no longer fit into that mold, into that picture, then you turn into competition. And that's not love. Now, every now and then, you feel like to combat the loneliness, you want to compromise. And I've definitely compromised at times. Mind you, this is part of the process. So no, I don't feel bad and I do not have regrets. Most of these things I can laugh about now, fortunately. But changing more to be accepted was something I for sure tried. And it did not work. I've I've literally had partners buy me clothes to fit an image not lo- not out of love it was really for me to fit in and I'm telling you right now there is no amount of loneliness that can make a person who's not who hasn't fit in most of her life <laughs> fit in it, it'll come out eventually. I actually, uh, believe it or not, had an ex who laughed at me when I said I wanted to start my own business. And <laughs> let's just say I'm the one laughing now. <laughs> but not necessarily at him, but just at the moment. Because there do there are times that come in life where you have to make the choice. Where you have to make the choice from within. Um, and, and weigh your options. There's a future out there for you if you only drop the barriers to allow it. 
And I'm bringing up these, you know, these relationships, these romantic relationships, not as, uh, well, here I am, I'm better than this, I'm better than that. No, I bring them up because these are examples of the process. There's beauty and in the in the trials there's beauty and the confusion and the awkwardness um there's beauty in figuring out what you like what you deserve and where you stand in life there are people and not to be you know the cliche but people for a reason a season or a lifetime None of these should be reasons why you stop the road and the path that you're on. The people for the lifetime will see you through the highs and lows. The people for the lifetime will support. They won't expect anything less than who you are. Compromising that... It shows that maybe they're not strong enough or kind enough or compassionate enough to be in your life. And guess what? That's okay. A vivid memory of a romantic relationship is when a partner of mine told me I acted and walked like uh I'm gonna just switch the word for a minute a dude but um he he used a different word that I'm not gonna go ahead and say on here just because I'm sure that's a trigger for some people and to be a woman and proud to be a woman to be told that I was not that by someone I thought I was in love with Uh, and was able to walk away from, from statements like that. I'm grateful. Uh, Now I'm not here to bash anyone or (laughs) I'm not here to bash the male species. Okay. Trust me, I've come with my moments of lack of empathy to tough love of love, overcompensation for lacking in other areas. Yes, yes, yes. But Lord knows I've learned. So how does this loneliness transition or phase into uh, professional life? Not from my perspective. I like being mysterious and low-key. Now, granted, my work required that. It requires that lifestyle. But even before then, uh, I like to be unknown and, and just, like, you know, pop up when necessary. Uh, <laughs> when I make contributions, they're, they're meaningful. And then I dip. But ultimately, uh, this is this is lonely. You don't build the connections you don't um you're not giving your light to others in a way that 
uh, may open doors for mentorship or or guidance or uh, even a, a way to teach others. I realized that to achieve success professionally, I had to per, you know at times put relationships to the side. The um, vision is vision, and not everyone sees it especially in the beginning phases I had partners who don't who didn't always understand the hours required for success so instead of hurting feelings or being accused of neglect neglect or cheating I chose singleness Um, and that singleness I got real comfortable in that I mean professionally I didn't allow myself to be more than a robot until recently uh, because I, I mean, I strictly adhere to business and, and personal life, that separation rule. Um, but if I can really talk about what I've learned uh, in the business world, that clients want to know who you are and what you're about after a while, especially if the work speaks for itself. There are times where it's pertinent that you that you smile, that you share that you uh, evoke some sort of emotion because there are too many realities out here that we're facing that deserves more than a yes or a no. Sometimes it's a maybe. Sometimes it's a, a moment to reflect. Now, this isn't my me saying go ahead and just let it all hang out professionally. No, that, that, of course, that's not what I mean. Uh, But I do encourage that in order to build professionally, you have to surround yourself personally with positive people, positive things. Um, In order to have something to share, (laughs) if that makes sense. So uh, the loneliness that was suppressed for me as a child that seeped into, you know, the friendships that eventually allowed me to enjoy just my own company (laughs) and not really see the value of connections, whether they're personal, professional, romantic, or platonic. All of these things work hand in hand. And knowing... uh, Knowing how to discern the time and place and what's appropriate. I think that's more so the challenge than loneliness. Um, but granted, loneliness is different for everyone. How much it weighs on your heart can be different. But the idea is to, whenever we're faced with challenges, no matter what they are, and loneliness could be one of them, We have to get the will to pivot. Get the will to see the beauty out of it. Now, when it comes to internal loneliness, if you remember maybe what I said earlier, that you could be in a room full of people and still feel lonely. Or you can look in the mirror and not know exactly who's looking back at you and this may all be a product 
of of the fact that uh, you haven't acknowledged yourself as a human as a physical and spiritual being that needs nurturing the biggest lesson I think I've learned from loneliness is that when you don't acknowledge yourself I'll say that again if you don't acknowledge yourself you lose yourself so if I can be transparent for for a minute, um, I used to do this weird thing where uh, I didn't have any full-size mirrors in my house. Um, I didn't even want to look at myself. I mean, I'm past that phase now, but could you imagine the fashion faux pas and the lack of compassion I showed myself during that time? Could you imagine not wanting to gaze at your own reflection to love yourself if only for a moment to say hey I exist my spirit is valid my being is real the idea of loneliness is starts from within the way we value our, value ourselves is what we put out for, for others to uh, value us. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow, right? Because it's so easy to blame others and say, well, this wrong, that wrong. Well, they should have been this and they should have looked out for that. Even when it comes to our upbringing. Yes, maybe we didn't have a parent that looked out. Maybe we didn't have a teacher that took the extra time. Maybe we didn't have that best friend to say, hey, it's okay. But what do we do with those experiences? And then let's flip it, right? Maybe you had all of those things and you still made the internal choice or internal decision to say to dim your own light and that could come from pressure or, or social anxiety it could it could go a lot deeper than maybe that choice but i do know that whatever resource you decide to use in life Meaning, you know, a spiritual, uh, a religious guide or uh, therapy or science or whatever resources you decide to choose. I mean, the key word is there. Choice. You have to find something that you believe in. To work. And there's no one who can make that decision for you. I think I tell these stories because I know someone else has been through this or is going through this right now. I know what it's like to be awkward and lonely in, in various stages of life. But what I've ultimately realized, it's the choices we make that change these labels. I'm still using them. Awkward. Lonely. Weird. 
Why is that? I mean, if we can think back, childhood is meant for growing and learning about who and what we like. In friendships and relationships, not everyone is meant to be at the table with you in every room of your life. But that does not mean you have to be alone. The people who are right for you stay for the ride and help with gas (laughs) and snacks every now and then. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, we're in this together. So you give and you take. Professionally, it's okay to be yourself. Lonely or not. I mean, around the holidays, I I mean, I, I have good holidays where I'm around folks and some that I'm by myself. And either way is a choice. And either way is the, is a path. And either way, it's who I am. So just remember, once again, professionally being different Whatever, you know, that different may mean for you. For me, it's the weird, the awkward, it's the lonely at times. <laughs> it's what got you in the room anyway. I mean, keep it cute <laughs> and never casual. It's still a competition professionally. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't fear in what you bring to the table. Once you find yourself, it's it's hard to feel alone. Others should be surrounding you as a complement, not a dependent and vice versa. And I'm going to say that last part for you again. Others should be surrounding you as a complement, not a dependent and vice versa. It's time for some compa- some self-compassion. It's time to look in that mirror and know that you're not alone because you have been filled with a spirit, filled with a light. You've been given purpose and it's up to you to choose how to go about that. It's up to you to claim it. Hello. (laughs) I wonder I wonder what things come to mind as you're listening to this as you've listened to my <laughs> my, my slight rant here about life and the mistakes never regrets but mistakes and lessons learned What type of reality do you want for yourself? And are you okay that there will be times that you're doing it alone, but you're never lonely? Oh, and uh, shout out to my friend, Heaven, who thought I was cute enough to be in music videos, but appreciated me for my church lady outfits. (laughs) 